0: Hey guys, I'm glad you're here. Listen, it's Sunday afternoon where I am. I do know, probably be Monday for most of you hear this and listen to it. I ah, hope you had a great day in worship. Look, we had a good day today at South back Baptist Church. i glad to be there. Uh, most of you know, if you've been listening, we are the interim pastor there for, uh, we've been there since the first year and we'll be there uh, for a little while longer, it looks like, anyway. Uh, as long as they can take me. If they could just get some preaching, they'd be ready to go. So hopefully they found a preacher and be ready to go. I hope that you find Revelation chapter 18. Revelation chapter 18. Uh, some time ago, we decided to take our thought for the day from the book of Revelation as we've been reading it. I'm doing some podcast on it. I mean, doing some broadcasts on it. And, and then decide to do the daily thought uh, on the podcast from it, too. And I would tell you, <laughs> what well, this book... Will uh, it'll wear you down, wear you out a little bit if you're not careful, and especially now when we get to you know to Revelation 18 and so much, uh, and uh, till you get to 21 and 22, where so much has to, has to do uh, with judgment and everything. Uh, so you got to kind of deal with that. It's kind of hard to come with a good, cheerful thought of the day uh, when you're talking about judgment. We're going to do the best we can. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, let us know, ideaspreacherman@gmail.com all our case. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you th- uh, what comes to mind. Let us know good, bad, and different. We just love to hear from you. Uh, you can uh, you know find the podcast on Anchor. You can find them on Spotify and Apple and I I don't know about a dozen other places that I know. I don't know people who listen to those those particular venues. Uh, people sometimes say, "Yeah, I listen on this or that." And if you if you've got a venue you listen to, I didn't mention, let me know. We'll mention them too, and. Um, just for the people who listen to those places, so let us know where you listen and let us know what you think. DS at gmail at com, And if you prefer, contact us on the Facebook page, DK Ministries. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Send us your prayer request, we love to get those out. We'll be putting out a new one if we don't get a new prayer request uh, today. We'll be putting out a new one in the morning. So, anyway, like going home, you should have your copy of God's Word open. Out to Revelation chapter 18. Now, if you will take your figure and go down to you find verse 9, uh, it could be that you have an electronic device that you use, as I do, and, and it just comes up instantly if you, you know, kind of put your finger there. But anyway, Revelation chapter 18, nine, The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with... Luxury, luxuriously. Okay. <laughs> There's words I can't pronounce. I hope you do better. With her. In other words, they just, they just extravagant living. Let's just say that. Uh With her will weep and lament for her. Babylon we're talking about. And when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance. I want you to notice and remember that phrase. Standing at a distance for fear of her torment. Fear that they would get, in other words, what she was getting. Saying, alas, alas, the, the great city, Babylon, that mighty city. For in one hour your judgment is come, and, and the merchants of the earth uh, will weep and mourn over you. For no one... And uh, you just you just see all these things continuing to happen, and you begin to you know they're they just can't believe it. I want you to notice they're they're not <laughs> while they partied together, they're not wanting to face judgment together, and so uh, they're you know kind of pointing out what's happening, kind of po- po- you know pointing out the fingers, pointing the fingers. Uh, well, let's get back verse ten. I was Standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, "Alas, alas, the great city Babylon." That mighty city, for one hour your judgment has come, quick time, and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys her merchandise anymore. So we have here again, there's a reminder that there are plenty who will willingly choose to walk with the wicked and party with the worldly. But when judgment comes, they want to scatter, forgetting what they have said before and dodging or trying to dodge the punishment for the things they have done, uh, but they won't be able to. When I got out of high school, uh, construction work in Baton Rouge was really good. I mean, really good. And I got a job in a plant for a construction company. Uh, not not for the plant. I'm going to go to work for one of the plants in Baton Rouge. went to work for a construction company. I had worked in high school uh, for Winn-Dixie, and then I had worked for a plumbing company for a little while. And now I was going to get to go in a plant. Never been in a plant before. And it was different than anything I had ever done. Job was big, and there were a lot of folks there, and many of whom were like me. They had... Uh, well, they just never had that kind of job before, and so it was different for us. I remember the first time I got up. If you ever pass Exxon refinery in Baton Rouge, you see those tall, tall towers and things. I remember the first time I went up one of those things. Oh man, that was, that was just was something. Anyway, uh, something was was not going the way we thought it should go. Now I don't know how we th- why we thought we had the right to think how something should go. We're eighteen, nineteen years old, just for most of us, and I do mean at that time most of us were just out of high school. There were just <laughs> uh, people had never been in a plant before And I was one of them Anyway, whatever it was uh, We decided to go talk to the big boss The one who drove around uh, us in a company truck But who never said anything to us He just kind of watched and looked as he drove by The uh, only thing I knew about him his name was Frank I didn't know anything else uh, Well, we had a meeting We called a meeting I don't know, I guess we had a break or something We decided, maybe it was at lunch We decided to go and talk to the trailer Which his office was located we knew where that was, and we started off with a number of folks who were fired up to address this thing or things, whatever it was. And um, well, I have no clue today, to be honest with you, what got us, what got just got us just so worked up. I mean, we were in a tizzy about whatever it was. But we were going to the office, and we were going to address him and get this man named Frank to fix it. No one else seemed to be able to. Got to the when we got to the trailer, I took the, the, st- the two steps up to the door, I opened the door, and turned around to see. I stood there by myself, (laughs) and all all that talk about what we were going to do, when we got near the trailer, just fell away. Lesson here is that often people speak big, act out in a big way, but until you're about to go in the office, where things get real, you don't really know what they're going to do, and that day I found out that many aren't going in the office with you, Well, that's kind of what happened there. Don't ask. Not interested in reliving reliving that moment or telling you what happened. But I will say this: I talked to Frank. I did keep my job. <laughs> I worked. I uh, worked for him on another other jobs. Moving on. In this chapter, Babylon falls, and those who were sitting with her and headed toward the hills to leave. Uh, the hills to leave her, to, to face the judgment by herself for what she had done, what they had done. But they were going to get as far as way, far away as they could. When I got saved, after I got saved. I begin to notice how life really parallels Scripture, and how, how you things you experience in life really parallel what happens to you, and what you find in the Word of God. And this is one of the events that I've always I've always pointed to that time of grabbing that trailer door, standing there on that second step, and opening it, thinking I, were gonna let a, I was going to let some folks in with me, and finding out I was by myself. Now these folks, they eventually face judgment. They hit it for the hills. They tried to, you know, from a way off, not standing with her. But when judgment is real, when the time comes, judgment falls. We'll touch many. You thought they could dodge, and, or, or let others take the brunt of it, or simply simply slip slide away. But when judgment falls, there will be no place to go. So the leaders and followers will all eventually be judged. And that simply reminds us of something we learn from the old learning the Old Testament, namely, uh, to be sure, our sin will find us out when judgment falls when judgment falls I should say when judgment falls there not need to be there will be no need for a replay of what you've done he will know you know I've seen um, and heard people talk about judgment and some talk about screens or books or like big movies and we you know we're going to you know like we're going to get to stand there and and see what we've done again I won't be any need for that god knows god knows So what you say what do you mean well I mean he knows what we've done but the truth is if we go to judgment we stand there before him judgment most important thing is we've rejected his son. We're not judged necessarily because the sins we've committed. Now, if those sins aren't washed by the blood, yes, 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 they speak and, uh, they speak against us and they rise up against us and they keep us going to heaven because we're not, well, we're not in the blood. We're not cleansed. We're not whole. We're not made, you know, we're not, not, not made new again, but we'll have to replay it. He will know. And he will have that lovely. Well, let me give you the second thing. Um, there will not be a need for a reminder of what you or I have done. We will remember. If we are called to judgment, we will remember. We won't, have to, we won't argue about it. We will know about it. Uh, we won't have to have it replayed. In fact, I think most of us, the last thing we would want to see is a big video player there playing it. Now, we might would wish that other people's sins would be played, but I do not atone, you do not atone for another man's sin. I never forget, uh, when I was getting out of seminary and, I serving as the associate pastor at Greenland Springs Baptist Church. Great church, by the way. Love that church. Our, our home church. Uh found Jesus there, found Kathy there. Uh we had our baby girl while we were there and met a bunch of fine folks. And Facebook is reuniting some of us, getting to know some of them now and, and see what's going on in their life. But anyway, we got ready to uh, to leave there. And we knew that God, you know, God had called me to pastor, not there, but somewhere. And um, We had a church contact us, and uh, we went up for an interview. Well, the pastor before me had messed up. I mean, he had done some things. Oh, my gosh, it was incredible. And actually, he had left the mess. Um, And that made them look at the next guy, you know, in a really difficult way. One of the things he had done was write bad checks all over town. It was a small town, wasn't a huge town. And so people from the church would go in Now, back then, I don't know that people do this as much today, but back then, if you wrote a bad check, they put it on the board of shame. (laughs) So when people went in, they'd see your NSF check there. And they told me how bad and how difficult that was in that small town to always see that. Well, I had to eventually tell them because we just couldn't get any, and they just kept going. I just eventually told them, I can't atone for another man's sin. What he's done, he's done. And Whatever you know, whatever he's accountable for, he'll have to answer for. But neither I nor anybody else that they would call can atone for his sin. Now, we never, we didn't go to the church. There were other reasons. had nothing to do with that. We were finally to, able to cross that bridge. Found another one we couldn't cross and decided not to and decided not to go there. I don't know what happened in that church. I don't know what happened to that, to that pastor. I don't know if he pastored ever again. I don't know. But I knew, though, this. We cannot atone for another person's sin, nor will we ever be asked to as we stand before God. God will never say, okay, Bill did this. What do you think? What what are you going to do? We are accountable for our stuff. It is as Ezekiel said, Ezekiel was told, actually, uh, when you see death and destruction coming and you don't tell people, I'll hold you accountable. Well, death and destruction has come through our sin. And when we don't tell people and we don't repent ourselves, well. So when judgment falls, let's think about judgment falls. There not need to be, no need for a replay of what we've done. He will know. There will not be a reminder of what we have done, because we will remember. There will not be an excuse offered for of what we have done, as, as you will have got, to, as you will have the opportunity to stand at that moment, and as the old saying goes, on your own two feet, face what is coming. But, and here is the great point, Romans 8, 1-3, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit, The law of spirit of of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what, what the law could not do in that it was weak and through flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live... Now listen, this is where we get our direction, and this is where we find out who we are. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnally mind, the carnal mind is division against God, but it's not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Well are you in the spirit are you in the flesh the good news about judgment is is that if you're in jesus you don't you don't face it as your sins are paid for you you don't face you know your, the penalty for your sin jesus has washed those away in fact when you stand before god when you go to heaven there be no discussion of your sins because he don't remember them anymore as we see in the verses before us once judgment falls it falls quickly and we can do nothing to stop it. So the issue, the question, the point is, why don't we just go ahead and get right today? Say, Brother Danny, I went to church today. I I, I, I read my Bible. I, I tithe and all these other things. Great, wonderful, terrific. You should do those things. You should attend church. You should tithe. Uh, you should be good to your brother. But are you faithful to Jesus? You see, sometimes we get it backwards. We want to get all these other things and then, you know, claim we're faithful to Jesus. No, no, no. We do all those other things because of our faithfulness to the Lord. Today, right now, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you've done, whatever you're doing, take stock. Is your mind focused on the things of the Spirit? Do you worry about those who were caught up in the ways of Babylon, who wanted to stand in a distance to see what Babylon was going to face, thinking that they could hide and, and, well, avoid it, but they couldn't i remind you verse 10 of this wonderful chapter. And I guess what makes it wonderful is a reminder that we can't exceed judgment through the blood of Christ. But anyway, Revelation chapter eighteen nine. 9. Uh, the kings of the earth committed fornication live lived luxuri- luxuriously. Whew, I should have not done that one. Huh? With her, will weep and, and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, the great city Babylon, that mighty city, for one hour, your judgment has come, and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her, for no one buys their merchandise any more. Well, it is true that Babylon was judged. It is also true that those of us who refuse to come to Christ will face judgment. You say, "Brother, I listen to podcasts. I don't want to listen to you, uh, who laugh and, and joke around. I listen to real preachers. Great, good, wonderful, terrific. I'm glad you do. But are you listening to God? Listen." I don't care if you listen to a dozen podcasts and those guys are, they're on track. And you just listen to me for hopefully some entertainment value. <laughs> else, I guess. Uh, but the fact is, listening to all the podcasts in the world will make a difference. If you aren't living for Jesus, will make a difference. If he had given you had not give me heart. I'm, I'm this age. I don't care what you are. Jesus, when you stand before God, he won't ask about your age. He won't ask about your living conditions or, quote, unquote, the injustice you have faced in life. He will look at you and he will know whether or not you have accepted his son as Lord and Savior. And then when it is your turn to stand and your turn to speak, you want a thing to say because you'll know whether or not you've taken him as your Savior. Listen, judgment does not bring us to a place where we can point fingers at others. It brings us to that place, and in some cases, finally, where we have to give an account of ourselves. And, And here is the bottom line. Those who have to give an account for themselves to judgment that don't go well. Don't go well because they have nothing to say about the standard of sinlessness. See, truth is, Christ washes our sins away, therefore God sees doesn't see our sin because we don't have sin controlling us. For those without Christ he sees their sins, and their sins keep them out of heaven because they're not perfect as he is perfect. Well, I see by the clock on the on the watch here, on the on the phone here. Actually, it's getting time to go. I just hope, I hope, I hope, I pray for you today that you have done what you need to do, that you're walking with Christ, that you're not living with Babylon, but walking with Jesus. God bless you. Hey, let us know what you think. We're gonna continue uh, the daily thought through the Book of Revelation. We're gonna finish all the way through. We're gonna do the pod the the podcast and the broadcast based on. Uh, Revelation, the podcast like today is kind of a thought for the day, whatever the thought is, but the broadcast is more of a lesson from the book of Revelation. You can find different lessons I've I've seen since I've started this. It has nothing to do with me starting this, I'm sure, uh, but there are lots of places you can get teaching on Revelation, a um, bunch of Ivy Tower guys and other guys who are maybe down in the Ivy Tower but have a lot of experience. But I do hope that you'll listen both to our podcast and broadcast. And I, I pray that you'll let us know how you're doing. Let us know if you have a prayer request. Hey, just drop us a note. Hey, Brother Danny, pray for you and Miss Kathy. Uh, and then whatever else you want to say. <laughs> as long as you're praying, we're good. Pray for our ministry here as we seek to, to please the Lord. Remember, our goal is not to tell you something, but to give you something. And in our podcast, we look to give you a thought for the day. God bless you. Hey, don't face judgment walk with Jesus. God bless you. See you later.